Let's take off, baby. Let's just drive, honey, into the night sky, to the sunset shine, into the day, baby. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. Let's go traveling. This is Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. We come to you today from the stunning Grand Traverse Resort on the edge of beautiful downtown Traverse City for the Pure Michigan Governor's Conference on Tourism. People are ready to travel again, but travel habits, expectations, and needs have changed in the wake of COVID. Today, we'll talk to some of our attendees about ways our travel industry is preparing for your next trip in Pure Michigan. We travel Michigan next from the Governor's Conference on Tourism, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. Let's go traveling. Welcome to Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, coming to you from the Grand Traverse Resort, where the Governor's Conference on Tourism is happening right now. It's the Pure Michigan Governor's Conference on Tourism. We love to do this every year. We bring our travel industry experts in at one place, all together, where we can learn, we can grow, and we can share best practices about how to um, you know, promote travel, how to uh, make sure that we're providing what the traveler wants, and uh, there's nothing like getting together to collaborate about such a thing. It's also just so great to be back together again in a real face-to-face -face meeting. It feels so good. And I am so happy as our first guest to bring in Mike Kent. He is the Public Relations Manager for Traverse City Tourism. Mike, you guys have done such a great job already welcoming <laughs> us to the conference. You know, it's it's great to have it's great to have people here. Like you were saying earlier, it's great to have people meeting face to face. You can't replace that. No. And and to be able to to do that and have travel industry experts experts from around the country and especially around the Midwest come here and be able to share their their experiences. Um, you mentioned about people being hungry to to travel. I was doing a number of trade shows, travel shows around the country. It's palpable. Oh, there yeah. is this desire for people to get out. And I think, Dave, I have probably the easiest job <laughs> in the world because I'm selling Traverse City. Yeah. You know, and, and this is where people come to play. This is, this is, you know, every morning I look out of my office and I see beautiful Grand Traverse Bay from my office. And I thank God every day that, that you know. I'm able to do that, but we have so much to offer. There's a lot of there's a reason why a lot of people go out of their way to spend their summers and also year round here because every season we have something going on. Well, and there's the thing, you know, it, you know, if I believed you that this was the easiest job in the world, <laughs> um, you know, and that'd be great. But I know people always say to me the same thing: you have the best job in the yeah. world. Well, I do have a great job, and, and the best thing is I get to go all over the state, meet people like mm -hmm. you. But you know, it's it's complicated too because our job is to pull people here. But you don't want them to all come on the same day right. in the same place. Right. So, you know, I know you're, you're sensitive to that as well. You know, there are certain events that you know you're going to bring a lot of people yeah. in. And, and you can't talk about 2022 without talking about, you, you can't just talk about what's new. you got to talk about what's renewed. So, for example, what's renewed is the National Cherry Festival. Although we've had it, it's been kind of stripped down because oh, of yeah. COVID. It's back this year. It's it's back. And, in, in, you know, whenever the Blue Angels come into town like they will this year, and I think the 4th of July is when they're going to be here. Here, 4th of July, Blue Angels, wow. Traverse City. 
you know, we will have we will have a lot of people here. Oh yeah, yeah. But you know, and and we welcome them. We got plenty of room for them. There's there's plenty of opportunity for them to enjoy it. We got the Sleeping Bear Dunes. They had 1.8 million people at the Sleeping Bear Dunes. You know, a record last year. That that's huge. They can handle it because we're talking about vast expanses of of. Lake Michigan shoreline oh, yeah. of lakes and trails and hiking and biking. Beautiful forested areas. It, it's all here. Mm. And, you know, you can't talk about Traverse City without talking about the wine industry because, you know, we, it, it used to be that people would come to the wineries, and we have over 40 of them, part of, of Traverse Wine Coast, that they would come here and because they had spectacular views. And the wine was okay. Yeah, yeah. It's changed, oh, yeah. you know? They are winning all kinds of awards. The caliber of the wine is, is spectacular. So people are coming for this spectacular wine experience. And, oh, by the way, there's a stunning view associated with it, too. So, you know, that's, we're seeing a lot of that. We're seeing a lot of growth in that area, too. Well, I think the unique things about this, this area is that uh, a lot of places, maybe you can go for wineries or maybe craft beer mm-hmm. or maybe whatever it is, theater or, or cuisine or whatever. And for a lot of places, maybe it's one or two things you can do. The, the, I think the reason this is so popular is you can do everything in this area. There's so much to do. There is a remarkable field of craftsmanship that takes place in this area. And you're right, whether it's wineries, breweries, uh, artists. You know, we've got the Interlochen Center for the Arts, just spectacular. You know, they, at, at the Cherry Festival this year, we've got phenomenal uh, concerts that are going to be taking place. You know, whether it's Dwight Yoakam or, or, you know, so many others that are going to be here. You walk downtown Traverse City any Friday uh, evening and you hear this music because there's buskers all over the place, you know. And a lot of them are coming from Interlochen. And, you know, five years from now, they're going to be on a major concert stage, and you're listening to them right in downtown Traverse City. And it's like, wow, what a great experience. True. And and it, and it's not just Traverse City. It is throughout the whole area, you know, whether it's Frankfurt and the, and the experience of watching the sunset and, and actually hearing it sizzle as it goes down into the water. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't really do that, but it, yeah, sound, but it, it cer- sounds good. It, it certainly <laughs> does feel like that. Well, that's the thing. Um, you know, you, you actually, you know, you do such a great job, you know, rec- uh, you know pr- promoting and re- representing the Traverse area. But that does include that Frankfurt area over by Crystal Mountain and in that beautiful area as well. So you have all those areas that people can explore, and there are plenty of hotel rooms. So uh, people need to get out there and do it this season. They do, and 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 you know we have learned a tremendous amount over the last couple of years that hospitality, that welcoming has to be across the board. Mm-hmm. Everyone has to buy into that. We I think that's the biggest lesson we learned is that you can't take anyone for granted. That person that's coming from Detroit or Lansing or Grand Rapids that, that, you know, saved for weeks to be able to do that vacation up in Traverse City, that's a valuable time for them and their family, and they've got to be welcomed. And I think that's one of the big lessons we've learned over the last couple of years. Well, I think people are going to be looking to make sure they maximize their dollar, and this is one of those places they can get a great experience at a good deal. That's uh, that's a quality value, and that's what people need is to find those places where you can get great value, uh, great quality experiences at a pretty darn good price. So I'm hoping that people uh, head out to Traverse City this year. What's the website people can get to for more information? It's a tough one. It's TraverseCity.com. TraverseCity.com. <laughs> it is easy, and, and you need to come on out this year. And if you can't get out this summer, make sure you come out this fall. It'll be a little bit quieter. You'll love it there as well. Mm-hmm. TraverseCity.com, our thanks to Mike Kent for being with us today. And we're going to head to Grand Rapids next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org.
It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan here at the Pure Michigan Governor's Conference on Tourism at the Grand Traverse Resort in beautiful Traverse City. You know, everybody loves Traverse City. Everybody loves Mackinac Island and, you know, so many of these beautiful northern properties. But the thing is, we have so many cool places around the state that offer similar experiences in some way. Still nature, still city experiences, but other experiences that add uh, to your visitation as well, like great museums and you name it. And we're going to go to one of those places now, actually one of my favorite cities in the state. We're going to go to Grand Rapids. Let's bring in Kate Lido. She is the Director of Marketing for Experience Grand Rapids. Kate, it's great to see you. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Great to have you here. It's been a little while, but then it's been a little while since any of us have been together. I'm so happy that we're back together here. And pretty soon, uh, we're going to be back in Grand Rapids for another big conference where we're bringing tourism industry folks from all over the country. So they're going to come to Grand Rapids. They're going to have a little time before and after when they visit. And they're going to be looking for things to do. If you were asked, what should people do? How would you answer that? Well, I have been asked many times by a lot of our counterparts across the nation that will be coming to Grand Rapids. So a couple of things I've been recommending is, one, become a Beer City Crusader. So we have our beer passport. It's an app. You go to eight breweries, checking in along the way, get a free T-shirt at the end. So people love the free T-shirts, I think especially in the tourism industry. Great collector item um, and a great way to meet some locals, see the breweries, drink the beer, of course, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, so how, how many how many uh, craft beer places are there in Grand Rapids? About, because I'm sure it changes quite a bit. It does. It does change. Um, in that passport, we have over 40 right now, wow. and that's um, Kent County. So there's a lot more in West Michigan. Yeah, so when you say Beer City USA, now, folks, now you know why they're called Beer City USA. Yeah, and this year we're celebrating our 10th year of being Beer City USA. So we're very excited about that, too. It's um, flown by and really grown over the 10 years. That's fantastic. Well, and the thing is, if, if you're like me, or me and you like the atmosphere of a craft beer place, but maybe you don't, you don't uh, drink alcohol, still enjoy the places. The atmosphere is fantastic, and the food's pretty good, too. Yeah, you know, that's something that we um, talk a lot about is sometimes when I travel, the breweries, you bring your own food or they have a food truck out front or something like that, which is great. It's a you know fun experience in its own way. Our breweries, a lot of them are really chef-driven kitchens, and they're really restaurants with breweries, too. So great food, great beer, um, great to pair them together if that's your thing. And if not, um, great food. And a lot of them have the N.A. or the mocktails and all of that going on as well. I think I'm going to start calling you Root Beer City USA because a lot of these places also brew their own root beer, and it's really good. Yeah, and we'll take seriously, it. Seriously, <laughs> it's, it's really cool. So people should check that out. So. You know, people people kind of identify a city for a certain thing like this, but there are so many other things in Grand Rapids. I actually love the culture. The culture is spectacular. We live in the kind of the region, and we go there all the time. Theater, everything, everything else. So many cool things to, to see and do. Yeah, so that's another thing I've been recommending to um, the ESTO conference attendees is our Culture Pass. So Culture Pass GR has all of the, uh, many of the museums, I should say, and the zoo included. It's a three-day pass, $20, so it's a really great deal and a great way to sample all of the different art and culture attractions. And then on top of that, performing arts is huge, as you mentioned, and um, that Culture Pass comes with coupons for the performing arts, too. Yeah, now how do you get that pass? Can you get it online? Yep, you just buy it online, culturepassgr.com, and it is a... Um, all it's all online so you do the redemptions all on your phone as well and if I remember right it's not like a set 
like itinerary. You don't have to do this, this, and this. You can choose from a selection of different cultural places. Yeah, so there's five museums and the zoo are all included, and you can go to all of them. You can go to, I think if you even went to two of them, you'd get your money back. So you can really pick and choose um, as long as it's in that three-day time span. So I think about your museums and where there are a lot. So the number one I, I just love, even though they've got a lot of great ones, is Meyer Gardens and Sculpture Park. It's a truly special place. It is. Um, you know, you put it perfectly. It's special. It's it's hard to explain sometimes because it's so spectacular that people don't understand when you're saying, well, it's an outdoor garden and it's a sculpture park and it's um, art. It's kind of all of these things combined. And you get almost that outdoor recreation feel because it's so big and expansive. Um, but it also has the great art ex um, exhibits. It's also got, um, in the spring, butterflies blooming in there in the greenhouse. So um, it's really, it is special. It's a special place. So we were at a meeting recently there and I had not been there since they went through this gazillion dollar uh, rehab. It, it, man, they, they, uh, how do you improve on such a perfect place? They found a way. They did, yeah. It's been a very large expansion. And um, the first time I walked in there, I thought, wow, I don't even feel like I'm in Grand Rapids. Like, this is almost unrecognizable. It feels like such a large scale and fun attraction. So yeah, it's, like, it's special. You know, so called big city place. Yeah. Well, but, well, so there's the cool thing about Grand Rapids. You really have all the big city amenities in kind of a, kind of a smaller neighborhoody type feel of a town. Yeah, you hit it on the head. Um, big city amenities, small town feel. We, mm -hmm. you know, we say that, and um, the small town feel really lets you kind of get to know people and get to know the community and the um, different neighborhoods and the different kind of energy pockets that are all around the city too. We touched on food earlier. Uh, people will travel for food. I'm sure some of our listeners right now are saying, "I wonder what their restaurants are like." Great restaurants. Of course, yeah. Um, you know, there's restaurants of all types, so really any price point. Um, I just had a really great experience, uh, more on the uh, high-end kind of uh, specialty experience at Madrid, which is on top of the Amway Grand Plaza Hotel. Um, went there for my anniversary, and they were named the um, number two uh, best new restaurant, so in the U.S. I don't know how I didn't know that, but yes. I'll check it out. It's amazing. And travelers are looking for healthy experiences with travel, so that that start that includes food, of course, but also activities that you can do when you're going to a city. Kind of a new new thought, by the way, because usually people in the past, we've always thought that if you're looking for kind of healthy experiences, you'd go to kind of like nature areas. But people are going to cities now looking for some kind of experience they can they can feel good about their own health. And I know Grand Rapids offers things. We do, yeah. It really pairs well. Like you said, the food is, of course, a component, a big component of health. But the um, nature and outdoor recreation that you can get right in the city in our area. So um, we, of course, have a river running right through Grand Rapids. And there's a great river walk. There's um, great places. I know you're a runner, Dave. Great places to run, um, walk if that's your not running's not your thing, like me. Um, um, but there's all types of hiking, biking, and kayaking, paddling, all types of things right there, really close to downtown. It's a great running city, especially if you want to get a little more workout for your run because of the kind of hilly nature in parts of the city. So you can go to various places just like on the downtown streets and sidewalks. And if you go early enough, it's not the kind of city that gets super busy until you know 7 o'clock or whatever. So go early, and there are great running routes. Last time I was there... I went through an area that I really had not explored much. It had some really cool hotels, like the Canopy Hotel. Um, there were some cool restaurants there. And there was like a, like a downtown movie theater that looked really neat. 
Yeah, so Studio Park is what you're referring to. Um, fairly new. It's been open a couple of years. And yes, there is a whole downtown movie theater there. There's, um, They have an outdoor piazza where they're doing live music out on the lawn there, right downtown, like you said. Notice kind of a th- almost like a staging area for that. Yeah, yeah. And that's um, a great time, especially as the summer months, you know. And then um, and there's a rooftop um restaurant there too. Yeah. Of course, we have plenty of summer left and uh, we're really hoping people head back to the cities. We've missed the cities. It's people still haven't come back in the numbers that they did prior to COVID. Uh, But I think people really look for festivals and you have some of the best festivals in a city I've ever been to. I've been to a lot of them and there's still plenty of the summer. Yeah, our summer is really jam-packed with festival uh, festival season, I would call it. So almost, I don't want to say every weekend, but many of the weekends have um, cultural, arts festivals, all types of different festivals. Something for everyone. Um, speaking of food earlier, great food at the festivals too. So um, all of the events are listed on our website on experienceshare.com and they... Um, there's a lot of them. There's a lot to choose from. Glad you dropped that website because I was going to ask you. ExperienceGR.com is the website. And we always say, you know, know before you go. And uh, so go to ExperienceGR.com. Learn about the uh, experiences you might want to go to. Because in addition to being, um, you know, Beer City USA, uh, I know that Grand Rapids is also one of the top 20 U.S. foodie cities. I don't remember who declared that, but it's somebody who knows what they're talking about. <laughs> And I will say the same thing, because it is a great place for food, for beer, for culture, for so many cool things. And if only just to kind of walk around and enjoy the atmosphere of a big city feel, head to Grand Rapids. ExperienceGR.com. Our thanks to Katie Leto for being with us today. And we're heading to Detroit next on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at Michigan.org. It's Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan. We're coming to you from the Grand Traverse Resort uh, near downtown Traverse City. It's actually a little bit kind of like east and north, uh, uh, but you have to take this this gorgeous drive from downtown Traverse City before you get here. So, wow. Um, Make sure to check out downtown and then take that drive and head over to Acme where the uh, Grand Traverse Resort is. You'll love it. And make sure to stop in. Check out that golf course this summer. Check out everything about it. And I tell you what, you also need to check out uh, Michigan's grandest, greatest city, a city that uh, is again making its mark on the worldwide stage. That is the Detroit and area of Detroit. I should say the city of Detroit and the area of Detroit because it's just purely I think it's amazing what's happening in Detroit today. You're going to love the visit. And to tell us why you should visit Detroit and the region, let's bring in Christopher Moyer. He is the Senior Director of Communications at Visit Detroit. Christopher, it's great to meet you. We have not met before. Dave, this is truly a pleasure. I mean, I I really feel like this is the epitome of, you know, Long-time listener, first-time caller, so thank you very much for having me on. It's great to have you on uh, with uh, Visit Detroit, and and good to have you here. So, uh, you know, I've told told the audience so many times I love Detroit for so many reasons. Let's let's touch on Detroit a little bit, and let's talk about some of the little communities. I shouldn't say little. The other communities in the area, because I think sometimes they get overwhelmed by the awesomeness of what's happening in downtown. First, Detroit. Um, Truly spectacular. 
just checking it out. What are some of the favorite things that you would do when you visit Detroit if you were there for the first time? Well, what I think everybody can love about Detroit is its vibrancy, and it is a great time to come back to Detroit, to visit Detroit for the first time. Uh, this is the summer where Detroit is really on the move. We're coming off the heels of the great announcement from the NFL that in a couple of years we're going to be hosting the NFL draft in 2024. Big event. Big, big event. Hundreds of thousands of people will come visit the city then. But you can see the city today yeah. or this summer. And you've got to check out the Detroit Riverfront. Uh, this is the number one riverfront in the United States. Uh, come see why there's so many activities along the riverfront to do uh, and and you can uh, enjoy the pleasure of exercising on the riverfront or relaxing on the riverfront partying on the riverfront it's all there for you uh, in addition this is a great time to go check out the Tigers the Tigers are a, a young hungry up-and-coming team uh, there's a lot of excitement in the city and in that that uh, District Detroit area, there are so many wonderful bars and restaurants that you can check out before the game, after the game, the day after the game, what, what have you. Uh, we have some of the best museums in the whole, uh, in the whole country, the Detroit Institute of Arts, uh, the Charles H. Wright Museum, uh, the Detroit Historical Society, and of course no visit to Detroit is, is complete without visiting Belle Isle. Uh, the largest municipal-owned uh, park uh, operated by the state of Michigan in the, in the country. So come check it out. There's something to do for everybody on Belle Isle. Pretty cool uh, town in so many ways. I mean, countless ways. Uh, you know, when you were kind of ramping up to everybody needs to, to do this, I thought for sure you were going to say um, the the uh, Motown Museum. Motown Hitsville, USA. Yeah, Dave, thank you for bringing me back to Motown, the Motown Museum, uh, opening back up here in just a few short weeks in July uh, after some significant renovation. And what better time to come visit the, the, the sound that made the, the world uh, turn uh, and, and go visit the Motown Museum. This is just a tremendous time to, to go, uh, go back or go for the first time. You can literally stand on the floor uh, and harmonize in the studio in the studio studio a yes where where hundreds of of number one hits were recorded that how special is that yeah it's true in fact i get goosebumps every time i've been in there and i bet i've been in there 20 25 times uh -huh. and when the docents bring you through they talk to you as though it's back in the day and they're still making music and you're there and by the time you get into those studios wow it's an experience well Detroit's still making music and, De and Detroit is also a fantastic destination for every major act uh, that is on tour this summer they're making a stop in Detroit uh, you can you can absolutely catch them around the country around the region but we've got some fantastic concert venues whether it's uh, Little Caesars Arena Comerica Park or Pine Knob it's great to have it uh, be back as, as Pine Knob again after many years. Yeah, the, that is cool. It I is mean, cool. You know, thanks DTE yes. for all those years. Yes. But it's just kind of, it just feels good. Yes, and I think DTE really recognized, too, that, that the connection that the community has uh, just up the road in Oakland County um, uh, to, to Pine Knob, and it, it's really special to, to see some of the acts. And this is a great time to, after a couple of years of not being able to go to live concerts, uh, get back out there. Oh, that's so good. I, I was uh, last fall, I think it was, in Down River, and I'm embarrassed to say, 
I've been to Downriver, sure. but I've never really experienced it. So now I know, basically, it's Downriver from downtown Detroit, right. Ryan Dot, a uh, whole bunch of other really cute little towns. What a cool place. Well said, Dave. This is this is a hidden gem in, in, in the tri-county area of Wayne County, Oakland County, Macomb County. There, it is just bereft of, uh, or there, there is just a plethora, excuse me, mm-hmm. uh, is not bereft. It yes. is, there is full of hidden gems. And there are 42 other communities in Wayne County besides Detroit. Detroit yeah. gets a lot of the press. Yep. Dearborn gets yep. gets quite a bit of it. But you go downriver, you've got excellent food. You've got uh, really fun, vibrant summer activities. Uh, each, All the municipalities have uh, festivals and, uh, you know, art fairs and music out on plazas. It's a, it's just a, there's just so many ways that you can experience uh, the downriver area in Detroit. I, I tell you, there were so many things I loved about it. I, I, horrible. I don't remember the name. There was this little restaurant that made spectacular kind of like burgers, little, almost like slider burgers. And, and then they had like a, an arcade attached to this restaurant. It was spectacular. And if you if you go to Wyandotte, yeah, you'll find it. So don't worry. Don't even need the name. You'll find it. Everybody there will you tell you where to go. And that's the thing. Yeah, the Detroit area is a big area, mm-hmm. but it's as friendly and neighborly as any community anywhere in the world. Absolutely. Just talk to people. They'll tell you where to go. That, that is exactly right. What makes Detroit special? And when I say Detroit, I truly mean the region of Detroit. Yep. Uh, from 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 downriver all the way up to northern Oakland and Macomb County, it's a community of people that care about each other. And when when you have the opportunity to travel, get to know the people. Have a conversation with with somebody that that lives in uh, Sterling Heights or or Rochester uh, or or Wyandotte. They'll tell you about the history. They'll tell you about why it's special to be there. They'll tell you their favorite place to go. And when you go there, you're not going to be disappointed. Yeah. You know, there are other theaters, uh, performance areas. Was it Freedom? Uh, Freedom Hill. Freedom Hill. That was a cool place. And then you think about, um, I'm really into architecture. So I've also been to the excellent Eleanor Fort House many times. Yes. Spectacular. And it's right there. And you have to go there because that's where those two lived in this kind of, I don't know, it's a Tudor-style kind of mansion, I guess. Beautiful. Right. Uh, You've got incredible gardens. They've just put a a museum in there to to show the history of the Ford family uh, in addition to the mansion itself. So when you go there, it's it's right on the the southern end of of Lake St. Clair. Uh, uh, the the lesser Great Lake that we have here, yeah. and uh, it's just a fantastic place to visit. We can't say the Ford family without bringing up the Henry Ford, the Henry Ford Museum, Greenfield Village, the Rouge Truck Facility. And I don't know if that's reopened yet, but you know, because yes, oh, oh fantastic, yes. yeah. yeah. So Henry Ford. Well, it, whether you have young children or whether you're a car enthusiast, whether you're a history buff. There is something there for everyone to really soak in and, and, and just experience. And this is a great time to, to visit the Henry Ford Greenfield Village, uh, take a tour of, of, the, of, a, of a working uh, assembly plant. 
uh, you can see some pretty spectacular things at each one of those. Henry Ford had a better idea in so many ways, just a genius, the whole family, and, um, and what, what they did for Detroit, what they did for the world, putting us on wheels, putting regular people on wheels, truly started the modern travel industry as we know it today. And now, what's happening in downtown Detroit, now the Ford family is putting in this EV facility in the old train station. Yes. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, that's still a couple years away, but going down to downtown Detroit to Corktown, there's many experiences there you can see, but you can see what, what's coming here in just a few years. Can't wait to check it out again in the Detroit area, both downtown and, and, and as Christopher said, check out those other areas around downtown as well. You'll, you'll be so pleased you did. And if you'd like information on suggestions specifically where to go, go to the website visitdetroit.com. They'll, uh, they'll tell you all those really cool things to enjoy, and you'll understand why Thrillist called Detroit um, one of America's most fun cities. The website visitdetroit.com. We're going to head to the Upper Peninsula next here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Travel Michigan. I'm Dave Lorenz from Pure Michigan, coming to you from the Grand Traverse Resort in Traverse City for the Pure Michigan Governor's Conference on Tourism. And darn it, we're down to our last guest already. It's been nice visiting with some folks that I haven't seen for a long time and some new folks that I get to meet along the way. And let's bring in one of those new folks, Amber Pip. She is the marketing coordinator for UPTRA, the Upper Peninsula Travel and Recreation Association. Amber, uh, have you loved the area so far since you've been here? Absolutely. I've lived here a good chunk of my life, oh, really? and it's exciting to get to promote it now. Yeah, very nice. Well, there's something special about the Upper Peninsula. The Upper Peninsula is this nature lover's paradise, truly spectacular. I can't think of anywhere on the UP that I, that I wouldn't want to be as much as I can be because mm -hmm. it's just so cool. We're going to start out because uh, I want to find out about some events. People are, are able to get back to events now. So let's, let's start out in a part of the UP that I bet a lot of people don't even think about as being part of the UP because it's there right smack dab in the middle of the upper and lower peninsula just to the right as you cross the Mackinac Bridge going north. And of course, we're talking about Mackinac Island. Mackinac is known for its uh, beauty, its uniqueness, and for some fun events, Lilac Festival's coming up soon. Yeah, that's correct. It runs from June 3rd to June 12th, um, and it's kind of the kickoff to summer. It's one of their first main events um, of the summer. Um, many activities included with that. It attracts thousands from all around the country. Um, yeah, you can get daily walking tours from Lilac experts. Um, they have like a run-walk race. There's tons to do. It's a great reason to visit. I know there's a parade because I've been on the parade, and it's a horse-drawn carriage parade, of course, because there are no cars yes. in Mackinac. And it's really cool. I think what I most like about Lilac Festival is that you get to see and smell the lilacs again for most of us. I'm in the southern mm -hmm. you know, part of the kind of the lower peninsula. And lilacs are well gone by the time uh, festival comes and uh, lilac festival comes to Mackinac. So, the date again for that? That is um, June third to the twelfth. Runs to the twelfth. Through the twelfth. Through the twelfth. So very good. Sounds great. I can't wait to uh, head back now. Um, a bunch of other events. Um, let's let's talk about the art 
uh, on the rocks. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Is that Marquette? That is in Marquette. Yep. Um, That one is July 30th to the 31st. um, And it's in Marquette um, in the Matson Lower Harbor Park. Um, And it's a juried fine arts show. Um, So there's tons of art vendors, food, um, all kinds of things to see there. It's really unique. Since it's uh, juried, you know it's going to be very high quality art as well. Mm -hmm. Are the artists generally there? Yeah. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, that, that's a kind of cool thing about these types of uh, art festivals is if you get to actually see their pieces of work in a venue like this, almost always they come out. Mm-hmm. And that harbor is an awesome place, very, very unique to enjoy. So people need to, to check that out as well when they can. Now, um, I tell you, I know you're going to hear a lot of background noise from, from the conference, so I apologize for that. But... Um, uh, Stick around because it's, it's worth hearing about some of these things. UP State Fair. UP State Fair is coming to Escanaba. Yes. They have a fantastic parade grounds there. Yes. Or, or I should say festival grounds. Absolutely. Yeah, the UP State Fair is August 15th through the 21st this year. Um, of course, there's all the exhibitors and fair activities, food vendors. They have a huge lineup this year, too, of musical events. So I encourage people to check it out. UP events are great because it's a reason, not that you need a reason to mm. come visit, but it's a great reason to come visit. Or if you're already in the UP, um, it's fun to find an event nearby because there's always something to do in the summer. Well, the other thing is if, if you come up for a specific event like the UP State Fair, understand why you would. Because, as you say, there are plenty of things to do, and it's really an awesome state fair. Um, so while you're in that Escanaba area, you really have to see some of the, uh, the area as well. Uh, I love the fact that not too far away is Kitchity Kippy. Yes. The Big Spring. The Big Spring. It's a beautiful yeah. place. It's, it's really unique, too. So um, if you're coming from the Lower Peninsula and then you take, what, two, right, U.S. two? Correct. You're going west. You'll go through Manistique first and then make sure to go to the big spring uh check that out and then go on to the up state fair in, in escanaba yes uh, you'll you'll just love it now um uh, we, we really should mention the mackinac bridge walk because yeah. that is an awesome very popular event when does that happen that is held on labor day um they actually close the bridge down to the public um for the duration of time of that walk um so you can either you can walk from either end to the other end or you can do both round like a round trip walk which is a total of 10 miles start to finish so um it's pretty unique experience to be able to walk across the bridge yeah and and they have changed uh, the way that operates i mean years ago they would uh, kind of like have half the bridge still available to traffic and then have cars going back and forth. To, I think they t- took turns or something like that. But because of security mm-hmm. and everybody's, you know, changing everything, you never know. So now when you're on that bridge, you're only, it's you and a whole bunch of your friends walking that bridge. Mm-hmm. So, for instance, you mentioned you could start at one end, walk the entire thing, and then walk back if you can do it quick enough. Right. Or maybe go to the middle and come back, or just simply go from one end to the other and then uh, kind of get a ride back um, later on. But the neat thing is, whichever direction you go, if you do that whole route, you get to enjoy Mackinac City and or St. Ignace, two very different little towns Mm -hmm. at each end of that bridge. One of the things I love about St. Ignace is that um, it has the little Ojibwa Museum Small in size, but huge in quality. Absolutely. And, and, and I, 
I think the thing I most love is they tell the Native American experience story from the Ojibwa perspective. I don't think we do that enough. Yes. So we need to check that out. And of Absolutely. course, it's also both of those cities are places where you can jump on one of the ferries, head to Mackinac exactly. Island, have a great time. Now, what are some of the other events we can look forward to uh, later on this summer? Um, again, there's so many to name, but um, a great one is the Porcupine Mountain Music Festival. Oh, yeah. I want to yeah. mention one over in the western yeah. region of the UP. Um, and that one is in early August, um, and it's held right in the Porcupine Mountain Wilderness State Park. Um, so it's a music festival, like I mentioned. Bluegrass, folk, rock, blues, country, pretty much anything and anything and everything. Now, I know this is going to make me sound like I'm, I'm not a very big spender, which is true. Um, for our honeymoon, we honeymooned in the Porcupine Mountains oh, and did camped, you? tent camped. And I tell you, it was awesome. It's beautiful. It was awesome. There's something really special about that park. So you can, you can camp there. Most people probably just kind of drive through. They go to um, Lake of the Clouds, yes, which is this awesome experience. Must see. Uh, and, uh, you know, I don't think they really promote this as an accessible view, but I do like the fact that if you have problems walking, um, you can get really close kind of to the edge of the cliff, so to speak, with your vehicle and get a beautiful view. Yes. Uh, just one of the things. Otherwise, you know, uh, just, just get Absolutely. out there and enjoy that. Mm -hmm. What else is happening in the UP this summer? Um, what else did we miss? Uh, there's also Bridge, so not to be confused with the Bridge Walk, but there's Bridge Fest, um, which that one is in Houghton. So, again, uh, we'll talk about the western region. I've uh, never been to that festival. No, I actually haven't either, so yeah. we got to put it on our list. Yeah. Oh, about what's the date? June 16th through the 19th. It's a whole celebration of the Portage Lake Lift Bridge and celebrating the fact that it connects Houghton and Hancock. Two really, really cool towns. Mm -hmm. um, it seems like whenever I say one of my favorite towns, then I'm reminded of another one, and that's, that's also one of my favorite towns. In this case, both are. So Houghton and Hancock, great uh, history in Copper Country area. And, of course, if you go there, there during Bridge Fest, which is, again, June 16th through the 19th, you're going to be able to enjoy both towns that connect, are connected by that uh, really unique, interesting, beautiful bridge. Amber, thanks for taking the time to being with us today. And thank you for having me. Amber Pip, the marketing coordinator for the Upper Peninsula Travel and Recreation Association. You need to get up there this year. The website is uptravel.com. Pretty easy, uptravel.com. I can't believe our time has come to an end for the program for this week. But don't worry, we'll be back next week right here on Travel Michigan, where your trip begins at michigan.org. Let's go traveling.